Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Super Bowl champion Jermaine Wiggins. Alongside Andy Gresh and Rich Keith. WEEI Football Sunday is co-sponsored by Zudi. Build any application your company needs in one week. Visit ZUDY.com for your free trial. By New England Recovery Center in Westboro, where recovery is possible. By your local New England Kubota tractor dealers. By Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com. By Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at catcheslaw.com. And by Anderson Windows and your local Anderson Windows dealer. Now, broadcasting live from Helix Esports Gaming Center at Patriot Place. Here's Gresh, Keith, and Wiggy on WEEI. At 1 o'clock, the Indianapolis Colts will come rolling into Gillette Stadium as the Patriots are trying not to look too far ahead to the bye week. It is WEEI Football Sunday. As you heard the man say, we're at Helix Esports at Patriot Place. We're right beside Gillette Stadium. Pretty easy to be able to find us. And, of course, the party porch is open because uh, we are here. The public is welcome. We're here until uh, 1 o'clock. They got the best wings in Foxborough from Bites Foxborough. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll make sure to keep you entertained for the next couple of hours. Keith is out today. Kyrie Thompson jumping in for the first hour. I think people forget like he's got two jobs now, right? Yes. So it's like, hey, Kyrie, come on down and hang out with us. Sure want to hang out till one? Well, I do have this other job that I got to do for <laughs> WEEI.com. So uh, hanging out for an hour like works yeah. because there's inactives. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And, uh, of course, Wiggy is here as well. And, guys, let's start with this. Uh, for the Patriots, it is O-line issues because during the week, mm-hmm. you get uh, Marcus Cannon, who gets dinged up, 
And Kyrie goes from a rotation at right tackle to now maybe a different kind of rotation at right tackle. That's if Yadni can just can be up and ready to go, but no starting center, no part-time right tackle against a defensive line that is pretty decent against the Colts. Yes, indeed. The Colts. And you know what? The, the thing is, like when you dive into some of the stats where it's like Isaiah Wynn, wasn't getting it done. Mm-hmm. Marcus Cannon was even worse. Like, I actually pulled up some of the numbers on this, like, depending on how much you get into pro football focus. So, out of, out of like, the top 100 tackles that have played this year, Isaiah Wynn had, like, the 94th ranked passing grade, and mm-hmm. Marcus Cannon was 99th. Oh, right. boy. <laughs> and, and, I mean, he played, like, 100 fewer snaps than Isaiah Wynn, gave up almost the same amount of pressures. The guy was struggling. You know, so, so it's not – he wasn't your savior. At the same time, now you're left to go back to, okay, Isaiah Wynn, was your time kind of getting benched? Uh, are you going to come back better for that? Or are we going to now have to go to Yadni Kajust? That is not a good situation to be in. It isn't. Yeah, and- I don't really think it matters. Like you said, Kyrie, with those numbers, what what is the difference? It, it's not like you're getting, you know, it's not like all of a sudden you're going, oh, okay, guess what? Uh, you know, Bruce Armstrong is our right tackle, or Matt Light. You're dealing with two guys that have struggled all year long. So, to me, even if you go to uh, – we don't know what Yadni Kajus is going to be. So, it, it, that position right there, the best player for that position, based on what you're talking about, Kyrie, with these numbers, is Isaiah Wynn. And Isaiah Wynn has struggled all year long. You just know, what are we going to have to do? We're going to have to chip more. We're going to have to put a tight end over there more. Those are the things that we're going to have to do. Yeah, and and that's where, to me, it gets back to Matt Patricia – because, you know, there was a lot of talk about what it looked like with Zappi, what it looked like with Mac. Mm-hmm. He wants, meaning Matt Patricia, wants to run five-man protection out of shotgun. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're now into week nine, where you're just jamming a square peg into a round hole. Yep. So at what point do we look at it? Like, you know, there have been a lot of people who've looked at Matt LaFleur in Green Bay and said, well, you're just running your offense. And yet... You need to run your offense differently because your quarterback doesn't trust the wide receivers. At what point does Matt Patricia, who's also the offensive line coach, not create problems for himself? And like like Wigman, there's a there's a million different ways you can try right. to help it, mm-hmm. but it feels like Matt Patricia is intent. By God, we're going to run five-man protections, and we're going to do it until we can figure out how to do it, and it doesn't look like they can do it consistently. And then on top of that, you're asking Mac Jones to throw down the field more mm-hmm. in, in, in particular, right? I mean, the the, the yards per attempt is, was way up there. Is like one of the highest passers still in deep pass rate. And you're asking him to do that with five-man protections. You're asking him to make more reads with a worse offensive line. And I think they started last week to get away from that a little bit. They were running a little bit more RPO. I feel mm-hmm. like they got to keep doing that. Well, don't, don't you look at it. See, here's the thing, right? Isaiah Wynn was your right tackle when Mac Jones was successful in the Baltimore game. So I don't really look at it and go, okay, it's all right, who's the guy in there? It's just whether or not this guy steps up during that game you know what I mean it's all of a sudden like well you know where was this because everybody talked about Mac throwing the ball in the Baltimore game and how good he looked well Isaiah when was your right tackle in that game so he was able to get the job done it's not about the play calls by Matt Patricia it's more about the personnel I think what you have to do is you have to do what we've seen this team do before is if you're going to go you know with this this position of five-man protections 
then you run stick routes, you run hitch routes, you mm-hmm. run slat-flant combinations, things that will get the ball out of Max hands. You don't have to take shots downfield. Plus, you're not a take-shots-downfield type of team. Right. You don't have that yeah. personnel. No one on your team is that type of player where you could say – like, when you throw the – and Devontae Parker's not playing today. Right. But he's a 50-50 ball guy. That's not really a take and a shot. And when you've seen Mac or Zappi throw those balls, it's a three-step boom, throw the ball up and let the guy make well, that's what that, it. Should be. Well, that's what it should be. And that, at times, is what I don't think Matt Patricia is doing enough. Just in terms of – because now it's to the point to where are you protecting the quarterback, are you protecting the offensive line. It really should be what can we run. Yes. And, and, and it feels like it's – clubbing yourself over the head sometimes to try to uh, to try to get to See, that point. And that's where I go and this is where I go instantly to the Zappy train because you ran an offense with Zappy that you felt comfortable with. Like, I don't care how however way you want to phrase it, dumbed it down, make it so basic, make it so archaic. Whatever you did with him as the quarterback, it made things simple for your offense. It gave them some type of rhythm. So that's where I look at if Mac, you want to have. It feels a, like you're trying to pin that on Mac. No, though, no, no, yeah, no, because Win blocked well in the ball. No, no, game. no, no. I'm not pinning it on Mac. If you want to be more exotic with Mac, right, or you want to do more with Mac, it's not about Mac. It's more about the guy, the guy that you feel like is most comfortable, and maybe we dumb it down or make it a little bit more archaic for Zappy. Then maybe you do that for Mac. Now the question That's what they should do. But then the question becomes if Mac is saying, Hey, I'd like to run a little bit more RPO, now that's when you have two trucks in the night headed for each other. And and you know what? That's the one thing that I feel like my takeaway has been a little bit that I don't know that they know how to call plays for Mac Jones. Like that, that's the take. They they've swung so far on the pendulum from last year. He was running. Mac Jones was running last year. Just from the stuff I've seen, more under center and more play action last year than Zappy was doing this year. Right. And then they go all the way to the opposite side where it's ninety percent out of shotgun and like I don't know eleven percent play action. That's just that's like a twenty percent difference. It's such a chasm, and it, it makes you think that okay, when that means when you're going back in shotgun, most of the time you put the ball out at the mesh point the running backs getting the ball you don't have to worry about play action and so it makes me think kind of to your point why not if you're going to you know dumb things down simplify it do that more for mac jones now maybe that takes different forms maybe you're not doing under center play action as much maybe you're doing rpo but one way or another you need to figure out a comfort zone with these guys because i still personally am of the opinion that they need to figure out if mac jones is it or not? And I know some people think that, you know, right now we know enough. I think we need more data points. But if you're going to do that, then you need to stop, as you said, trying to jam a square peg into a round hole and yeah. find what works for this dude. Yeah, it, uh, it is befuddling. And, of course, no David Andrews again. And it's really funny. Nobody likes to talk about O-Lyman. I get that. But when a guy is important and Andrews is out, like there were times where Tommy Boy Ferentz is just getting whipped around. And I know it was Quinton Williams. Now, Quinton Williams is a real man. Like you start to get to – when you whittle down the four best interior linemen for an all-pro team, Quinton Williams is going to be on that list first mm-hmm. or second. Yeah. So they did go up against a dude last week, and Cole Strange struggled against him. Uh, Ferentz struggled against him. 
and yet today you've got a good defensive line that you're going to be matching up against, and you got to make sure that your that your center doesn't get killed as well. That's why I wonder if this is a big run it game. Last year the Patriots played Indy, and we know that Jonathan Taylor ran for 170. That's not happening today because Taylor isn't playing. I guess the question is. Can the Patriots run? To me, this is almost like a Jim Valvano game. <laughs> We're surviving advance. Yeah. I don't care how you do it. But that's find what last way, week was. Yeah. Find a way to get a win, get a right. little momentum, go into the bye and feel okay. Wiggs, I wonder, even though Damian Harris looks like he ain't going to go, I mean, is this a 30-carry game for Ramondre Stevenson? Because he's the one guy that looks like on offense, if you want to give him the ball a bunch, he can deal with it. Well, you got to first look at what's the identity of your football team. And we kind of know what the identity of this football team is. Play defense and run the football. That's what it should be. Right. But that's kind of when we look at it, right? Your your best asset on offense is your run game. Yep. So you are a run-first football team. Now, however you want to do that, whether it's RPO style of run, whether it's under center and it's whether it's, you know, a wide zone, an inside zone, counter, whatever scheme that you want to have, you are a run-first team. And so I, I think it's about them trying to establish the run the best way that they can. Now the problem becomes if you get behind too much, now you really struggle because yep. your strength mm-hmm. is not throwing the football. So you have to be able to run the football. And see, the thing I, I, I want, I'd like to look at and figure out is because, Kyrie, you brought this up. Like last year they did this with Mac, But see, then they changed the offense or at least they revamped it or at least they – my question is, why? Mm-hmm. Why do you, Matt Patricia or Bill, go away from an offense that they already knew inside and out because mm-hmm. Matt Patricia been here just, you know, as long as Josh McDaniels has been here, so he knows what kind of offense he's running. That, that becomes, so is it more, and that's why I always ask this question, is it more Matt going home go, hey, I'd like to run a little bit more RPO, and which is getting away from Josh McDaniels' type of offense. Yeah. So, and now you have to look at, because everybody instantly blames Matt Patricia, but how much influence does the quarterback have in what style of offense that he'd like to run that he feels comfortable? Because we never saw RPO with Josh McDaniels last year. No, 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 not at all. And and if the words are, Mac likes more of an RPO, then doesn't that look like it came from Mac? I mean, it could be. You know, the interesting thing is I've talked to a bunch of people about this, and I feel like you hear differing reports about not necessarily just the RPO part, but the where did the whole downfield thing come from? Like, why are they now starting to throw the ball down the field? And Mac did that pretty well against Alabama when his receivers were open by right. five yards every time. Right. And, and, and they don't have that luxury here. Sunday open is different than, than Saturday open. Yes. You know what I mean? At the same time, though, I'm, I've been hearing, and the, the suggestion has been that that was a coaching staff. Okay. Thing, that they wanted, they want Mac or wanted Mac to take more of those deep shots. And clearly, as you mentioned, whether it's, whether it's Mac or the offensive line or the wide receivers, that is not working. Right. You know what? I made a note. During the Jets game, I think it was one of the drives right before the half or early in the third quarter where I just like, oh, wow, Max making all the right decisions in the quick games. Three steps, balls out. Boom, 
boom, first boom. drive, third quarter against the Jets. That, that's what I yeah. thought, and 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 I was just like, this is Mac Jones. Right. This is what it's supposed to look like. Right. And and I mean, you've seen uh, some of like the the DVOA, like uh, you know, football outsiders like to do their stats. That I mean, the Patriots are one of the the least efficient downfield throwing teams in the league, and that just kind of makes you think. Look, I think we know what we need to do with Mac Jones is, yeah, it's got to be a little bit of dink and dunk, and you can take your selective shots, but if he's going to look like that, like that drive at the start of the third quarter, that is good for your offense. Yeah, that's what they do should run. That. Right. No, I'm with you. I mean, it, it, to me, uh, that's the, the biggest question going into the season and now almost at the halfway point is, what, what is Bill Belichick in his mind? What does the beautiful mind see as to why he led this? Because, again, let's go back to camp as well. Bill, what about put it on me? Bill, offense, put it on me. Play calling, put it on me. Mac, put it on me. Like, Mm -hmm. Bill was just like, this is all on me because I run things here. So, Wiggs, I think you bring up a great point that I just don't know if we're ever going to get the answer to. Well, which I think was we have the, the answer to. Well, it was the why are we doing this? Because even here right now, mm-hmm. eight weeks in, we can't say what the Patriots' offense no. is. No, we, no. But, we don't know their identity. No, no I, don't, no. I don't think we know what they are. I think we know that they want to run the football, right? Yeah, that, That's yeah. what we do know. But I, I think what they said was, okay, we want to kind of evolve with the rest of the league and – the, they have the capability of where we could put the game on our quarterback's shoulders, whether that's throwing the ball deep downfield, whether that's taking shots, whether it's trying to hit deep overs, deep post routes, whatever it is. But I think here we are through what is this week number nine? We're in week, about nine. week nine. Yep. I think what they might be seeing is going, we don't have that type of player to do that at the quarterback position. And you know what? I think that's fair. And, right, and right now. Right, right now, right now when you fair. look at it, I, I think they go in order because they probably feel like, all right, we want to keep up with the rest of the league and have the capability that we can keep up with the Kansas Cities and the Buffaloes and some of those teams that we're going to have to play the, the Baltimores. And so we're going to uh, elevate our offense or evolve our offense at the beginning of the season, training camp, preseason, into this. All right, maybe it takes a couple of weeks. We're struggling. Well, you know, and then it, but here we are almost midway th- point through the season. I think they're starting to realize and go, the guy that we have at quarterback, that's not something he can do. Well, I think the other part, too, is, I mean, I'm like watching Tua Tungavailoa highlights right in front of me right there. Right. It's like may, they don't have that kind of guy that can do it by himself right and maybe that's one thing if you're throwing a Tyreek Hill and Jalen yes. Waddle if you've got the personnel then okay yeah you can put it on the quarterback because he's got those dudes right or conversely if you've got Lamar Jackson right who doesn't really have the weapons but he's Lamar Jackson and he's awesome right right there are a couple of different ways to do that but I feel like the Patriots are stuck in the in-between where they don't have the guy who can do it by them by himself and they don't have the guys that can elevate him whatever happened to coaching to your talent which is what Belichick did for 20 years and now it feels like no nope, we're gonna square peg round hole it we're gonna do these things we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna it almost feels like they're experimenting out there. They are. Well, and yeah, they the, are. And that's the thing. Like, so you had number twelve back there, so it's a little bit easier. Well, to yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you have the greatest know, quarterback yeah. of all time. You can do whatever you want. Right. right. And and the ball got out quick, therefore not exposing the O line. And now because there's no separation on the outside, ball's not coming out quick. O line's not helping. But what was Brady's biggest issue? 
Go, what was Brady's early? Then Bra- they wouldn't pay him. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean obviously, but He'd er- still be here. <laughs> the first ten years, Brady. What was the knock on him? What did the, 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 that he was just a game manager? He was a game manager, and he couldn't get the right. ball downfield. Right. Then you go out and you get a Randy Moss, like you're saying, Kyrie, mm-hmm. planet player. <laughs> and yep. now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Tom can get the ball downfield. He just didn't have that. Game. He just didn't right. have that guy. So you look at it and you go, okay, well, you don't have that guy. No. And then do you see enough, whether it's in games or in practices with Mac to go, okay, if we did have that guy, he could then make those plays? Because even you brought up Tua. Tua's not the guy in Miami, not with those weapons. I mean, you'll get to – he's not the guy. So even if you had the weapons, you have to ask yourself, does Mac then elevate to that next level or is he still like a Tua type of player? Where Tua's having a good year, but you think they're saying he's our quarterback of the future? No, I think you can. But when you're in third and seven right now, tell me your confidence level of the O-line blocking people. That's a big part of this as well is that when Tom Brady played, they found O-linemen that fit, that worked, that protected the guy, even when they were throwing the deep stuff. You know why? Because there was also six years of here are the tendencies and what they do. When they put two wide receivers there or when they put two tight ends in and then you add Randy Moss to the outside, it's like, well, in those two tight end sets, it was a lot of you know uh, short play action stuff. Nope, that's where Moss changed it to where you can go deeper play action. Everybody's reading their keys wrong because you had six years of evidence on what the offense was. Mm-hmm. Then you start to change it up. But Here it, you got eight weeks of what? Right, but if you feel like it's the O-line, the O-line's not getting beat by a scheme. But They're it's, getting beat by personnel. But it's all a part of it. I guess here's what I'm saying. It feels like when the O-line gets beat, Max should have blocked him. If there's pressure up the middle, Tom Brady would have done something different. If this happens... Well, it falls on. So we're looking in a way at Mac, and it's, well, they're not protecting it well. Well, by God, you got to figure it out, kid. Well, Devontae Parker doesn't separate like Granny Moss, but I don't care. You better find out, kid. (laughs) Devontae Parker runs two routes. He runs a slant and a go, and that's it. That's all it is. And yet, where is the zone read play action? Let me throw. How many slants has the guy actually run this year? Well, I, I think really the other the, right? other the Maybe other point eight, if the other point becomes, well, when you do have time and you do have the protection, then he's going to do a better job with the ball. So, so, so he's, I, not, I, yeah. he's not absolved with blame, but no. for right. people to think no. that again, Matt Patricia, we knew nothing about, but after eight games of Matt Patricia, Max the problem. But do you see what? But do you see why though? Do you see why people have an issue, right? The only reason why I think people... Because they can call it to where it isn't the high-flying shotgun no, working no, around No, 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 but I think when you look at Mac, I think the problem becomes, and this is why I think people have an issue, is that his skill set is so limited that if you don't have the perfect protection or this offense, if you don't have five all-pro linemen in front of him that give him a clean pocket, he doesn't have any type of – when you look at his skill set that makes you go, oh, he can affect you in this way. Like we watched Justin Fields play here a couple of weeks ago. That's the point I want to bring it, up. He doesn't – his skill set – and we had a caller on the Greg Hill Show this week that really made a good point. The league has changed. The day of the pocket quarterback – 
is gone. You have to have something else. Couldn't disagree. Well, well think of what. But even the guys that can move still operate out of the pocket. Well, no, no, no. But but still, they have another element. Like Patrick Mahomes is not a runner. Don't get me wrong. Right. He's he, not. Run, a, he runs when he needs. He, he runs get, when he needs. He to, runs right. when he needs to. But what he is, he's a guy that moves around. He extends plays. He extends plays. In looking, the pocket, right. looking to throw downfield. Lamar Jackson, if he breaks containment, he can run. He. That's what Patrick Mahomes is. You look at college football now, uh, nowadays, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. That's what these guys are. These guys, uh, Hendon Hooker, these guys are guys that are able, when they get out of the pocket like Mahomes, they can now look downfield. Mack doesn't have that element. So if, if he's not ball out here or when you, you brought up Devontae Parker not being open, if he's not well, guess what? He might not be open, but my accuracy has to be on such point that I'm going to give him a ball. That's the element of skill set when we look and we go, well, he don't really – what does he have that can really – you go, oh, all right, I can, I can build off of that. All right, let's and pause because we got to get to – we have to get to hub – or we have to get to, to headlines here, all right? So we're going we're gonna to get to trending. We're going to come back and pick this up because it does tie into what the Patriots – may or may not have done at the trade deadline or who they were or weren't interested in. And this does tie into the discussion. We will get to it here. We're at Helix Esports. We're at Patriot Place. We're right beside Gillette Stadium. We got you here until 1 o'clock. And this will be an adventure, Wiggs. Here's Jackson, who is ready to trade. All right. Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Weekdays, 2 to 6. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending is brought to you by the VA New England Healthcare System. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state-of-the-art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844-VA-CARES and learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844-VA-CARES. Here's what's trending on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Celtics beat the Knicks 133-118. to Jalen Brown led the team with 30. Jason Tatum tacked on 26. And the Seas are back in action tomorrow in Memphis. Tip-off at 9. Brad Marchand scored his 800th point as a Bruin on a penalty shot. However, the Bruins still had their seven-game winning streak snapped as they fall in Toronto 2-1. to The Astros are the World Series champions as they take care of business over Philly 4-1. to And the Patriots host the Colts today. Kickoff is at 1. David Andrews and Marcus Cannon have already been ruled out. Damian Harris is listed as questionable as he missed the last three practices with an illness. And the Colts will be without Jonathan Taylor and Matt Ryan. Catch the Six Rings postgame show with Fitzy and Andy Hart immediately following the game for all your postgame analysis. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi.com. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. WEEI, WEEI, New England Sports Original. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. WEEI Football Sunday with Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith on WEEI. One o'clock, the Colts will come marching in to take on the New England Patriots. Kyrie Thompson is in for the first hour. In for uh, Keith today, Tom Kern will join us. At 11 o'clock, we're at Helix Esports at Patriot Place right beside Gillette Stadium from the Best Yet Brand Studios. And let's pick up the conversation where it was going because we've talked about the offense and once again sort of formulating it, putting it all together. And we got to the point to where we were talking about, is it the song or the singer? Is it the chicken or the egg? Sort of the what is the end game with all of this for the Patriots? And I know, Kyrie, you wanted to get into not only Justin fields but also the team that is across the patriots from the field today who are now on their not one not two not three but fourth quarterback in three years under a coach that is supposed to be an offensive guru i mean they are in if if you could say purgatory you could say hell wherever it is where they are with the quarterbacks it ain't good and and i and i feel like to to go with that Mm mm-hmm they, I think, are living the reality of what the Patriots could have been living without Mac Jones if, if they decided to go with Bailey Zappi. Like, look, in, in the end, Mac Jones might not be it. Right. He very well might not be it. That is that is completely possible. But look, in Indianapolis, they had a veteran quarterback come in. He's hurt. He's bad. And now they're going with essentially Bailey Zappi. Right. I mean, like they are all like physically like the same player. It's actually right. hilarious. And so they are now riding out the string with this sixth-round pick, Sam Ellinger, and are like, okay, let's see what you got. But I'm thinking to myself, are they actually looking at Sam Ellinger as like, oh, yeah, let's see if he could be the guy? They're over there probably seeing, can we be bad enough to get, like, C.J. Stroud? Mm-hmm. They're, they're trying to look and, and see how they can get a star at the quarterback position, which is what, what in the end, all that you want. Artful tanking. Yeah, and, and I think with the Patriots, the only thing stopping them from being in that position is, is Mac Jones, not because he has been amazing, uh-huh. but because he's still a second-year player, and you could tell yourself, look, we need to collect more data points, and you see all these examples of third-year quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavailoa, Josh Allen is a unicorn, but mm-hmm. still kind of the same thing. He would, 
He was not it at this point in his second year. He absolutely was not. But he had a skill set. See, people always forget that. And that's like, why I said he's a unicorn. Anytime he's you unicorn. evaluate players, right? The league is about the league isn't about what you are. The league is about the potential what and what you could be and what we project you to bring. You're right. It's how right. a lot of it's how a lot of coaches get fired. Right. And, and, and there have been more and, coaches that have been fired over the last ten years who subscribe right. to that theory. Right. That because it's boy, this guy's got a great skill set and can do all this. And in year three, they're like, "Yeah, or, guess or what, right. coach? You got to go." Yeah, or it's like, "Oh yeah, this guy. Oh, he looks the party six five and right, two hundred forty right, right. rock but that, up, and, but and he can't play." But that's what it is. You, so you have to find when you look at the guys like the 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 Julian Edelman guys or the guys where you go, okay, what do they have that's unique? That can we could say, oh, here's what we expect him, or he has the potential to be, and that's the problem I think that they're having when they look at Mac Jones. What stands out from watching a game to where you go, okay, this guy can elevate us, rather than, oh, we need to get a top five wide receiver because it doesn't look like they're going to take that approach. So if you're not going to take that approach, then you have to figure out, is this guy good enough to elevate the Kendrick Bournes, the Nelson Aguilar's, the Tyquan Thornton's, the Hunter Henry's, the John U. Smith's to elevate them to a level where you go, he like Brady did, he's making everybody around him better. So I, I will say just real quick because I know you want to get into to the to the well news to the the the, 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 yeah. the silly report yeah. on Chase Claypool, Mike Florio, yeah, real I, reporter. Yeah, I will say though that last year you could say that to an extent he did elevate his teammates. A lot of those guys were posting the best catch rates of their career because mm-hmm. Mac Jones was getting them the ball where they needed it to be. Now, of course, that's not happening this year. So so there there's where you want to say. I will say though. Basically, all of these second-year quarterbacks, with the exception of one, who I think we're about to touch on, as of right now, you're looking at them like, I don't know about all that. I don't, I don't think they're it. But the Chicago Bears might have a little bit of something in Justin Fields. Well, and they went and got Chase Claypool, and there is the report from Mike Florio, who uh, I'll t- I don't trust one bit. Um, he, uh, he's a rumor monger in a lot of ways. That the Patriots are in on Chase Claypool. Here's the thing. The thought of going after a better wide receiver on the outside is not silly. To think that it would be that guy with the emotional outbursts on the sideline and defying his coach, it doesn't seem like that would be the guy that Bill Belichick, or if dare I say, if Mac Jones broke the sacrament of saying, Bill, why are we doing this? Uh-huh. This, is the Chase. Cl- this is the classic player who's going to come in and go, why are we doing this? Well, I think it's like, so I, I, what do you mean? Like Chase is a problem in the locker room? I'm, uh, I'm not really I think I, I think that's pretty easy to fit. He's throwing stuff on the sidelines. He's uh, but questioning but, coaches. But Bill, Bill He's is, doing the live stream but, well, where he, people well, are yeah. like butt naked. But hasn't, stuff hasn't, Bill, hasn't Bill already proven that he can take whatever type of attitude issue player you got and get them to conform within the system? He did it with Randy Moss. He did it with Chad Johnson. 
So to me, it's not. I don't really. I don't really look at that as an issue. Like, oh, this guy's. He went out and got Antonio Brown after Antonio. Brown. I don't know. Well, everybody has been saying that that uh, Mac Jones is getting punitively damaged because he dare question something. Yeah, but those guys. From the guy in Burks. But those guys never. Do you think Moss ever questioned Bill Belichick? Do you think he can get away with it because he was a bit of a planet player? Right, but he. But pro- again, if I'm supposed to believe that Mac Jones was punished for opening his mouth, this guy won't be because they just wanted. Oh no. No, no, I, but it's more about does the player conform? Do, do we know that if Chase Claypool was to come here, he would be open in his mouth? Austin, we don't I, know that. I don't know. He might get in a room with Matt Patricia and go, God, even Matt Canada's <laughs> better than this guy. Right. And Matt Canada has been like people in Pittsburgh want that guy God. like just pushed off right. of the, the Point Street Bridge. But people, listen, people open their mouth when they don't have respect for the guy who's running the show. So when when Moss came here, he didn't open his mouth. When Chad Johnson came here, he didn't open his mouth because he had respect for Bill. Now, I don't know if Chase Claypool would have – he might have come in A.B. He didn't run his mouth. Is because he respected Bill. Well, he was also here for yeah. 10 days. No, no, but I, I know. But the, the, <laughs> only, the only point that I'm making is I wouldn't say that Claypool would have been a guy that would have – that would have bucked the system because maybe he would have had the respect for Bill on the way Bill handled him to baby maybe be like because I don't think Mac Jones is bucking the system in this either in this negative way like people think that Mac is like oh f you Bill I'm, I I want to do it this way no I think the issue becomes you have to learn and understand who you are before you start to say well why are we doing this even though you might want to be getting answers to it yeah bill doesn't want you undermining his staff especially when it's matt patricia right and i think the biggest problem becomes you think he says why to josh mcdaniels no but he says why to maybe matt patricia because it's his first go around so if you're bill belichick you got to say you need to treat matt patricia the way you treated josh well well i think i think with that though the only thing i would say is is that with with Mac Jones, him asking why, 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 and all these details, that's part of what makes him him. And I mean, like, even that like, don't work here, though. <laughs> I mean, perhaps, but I, I feel like you even look at what Steve Sarkeesian would say about Mac Jones is that his, like, Tua Tungavailoa, the difference between him and Jones, like what Sarkeesian would say is, like, mm-hmm. Tua's instinctive. He just sees things and kind of does his own thing. Like, he knows what the play is, but right. he, like, sees space before it opens up. And Mac is saying, like, I, I want to know A, B, C. I want to know why I'm supposed to throw A, B, and C so that I can go out and do my job. And I, I feel like from that standpoint, and, and I mean, I, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but if that's a problem, then I don't know that that's a Mac Jones problem. It's no, a no, no, no. It's a Bill no, I, I understand problem. that. Bill is putting his staff and his chiefs, his guys, before the football team. Think about it. Yeah, and I, I Mac, agree with that. Because – Basically, what but, they but did I mean, was, like you're, you're saying that doesn't work here can still just also be valid, you know. Well, but but there's there's also the Mac Jones thought he was something because he was taught this offense. And remember, Mac would use the phrase last year, "My rules," and yeah. that was within the offense with what Bill Belichick does. And then it's here's this Rube coming in and he's changing everything up. Basically, what they've done is they've taken Mac Jones back a year. 
is really what it is. They've turned him into a rookie once again. Oh, and he's a bad rookie. Well, but again, but but again, he's an average rookie. He, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Most, I, he's most rookies still, are most rookies are bad. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. He's a bad rookie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So but, it's not you know he's, he's again, no different but than. In his, but in his real rookie year, he did good things, and then they yes. said, "No, we're going to take all that away from you." Right. And that gets back. But see, to here the, becomes a problem, Gresh. Right. His his real rookie year, he looked good. He looked like he was headed in the right direction. And now he's not. And, and now he's sh- not. Right. And now we sit here. But we're, we're not adding the context, just like we're now looking at Justin Fields and saying his first year he was crap. Now he's starting to get better. It, well, was, it was three weeks into the season. He was still bad. And then he was he was doing enough to, to, to Wiggy's point, just like pull some plays just out of his butt. No question. And, 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 and then now the last couple of weeks, it's like, oh, it's that's the offense we should little, be right. running. Versus here, where it was, you knew you had something good. You had the best guy in the rookie class. Let's strip him completely down and start over. Right. And you, but, it, but that is all. But to your point, Kyrie, all him. No, no, Matt, no, no. It's all on but Max. See what it's it, all Max. But the, the here's, play, that, that's, the, that's where we're at, I think, but here, for a lot of people. Here's what happens, and I understand that a lot of people yeah. say it's all on him, but here, here becomes the problem, and this is the world of the NFL. The world of yeah. the NFL is that I know where you're going with if that. you, not because of him, get hurt, and the other guy comes in, and the other guy looks good and plays good, and you put some wins together, mm-hmm. now what ends up happening is you are viewed differently. If Zappy never plays, I think that 70% of why Mac Jones looks bad is probably more on the coaches. But because Zappy plays and looks good with those same coaches, now it becomes and then all yeah, but the, you're leaving all the context. But, but all the it. whispers come out now. Now all the whispers come out of But I mean well, that is how other people are thinking of it. That is that is how people are thinking of it. I, I think. And and if this was Brian Hoyer you don't have this conversation. Right. Because Brian Hoyer's already been in this situation right. where he's come in and he's had some good games as a backup, and they're like, okay, back to the bench, Brian. Right. Thank you for your services. Right. You, and I, I still think, though, that because of the investment you made in Mac Jones, I, 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 I kind of put this very bluntly. I know it's too overly simplistic. Mm-hmm. But Bailey Zappi can't really matter to this equation right now. It should be about Mac Jones because – if you're turning to Bailey Zappi, this is done anyway. Yes. It, it, your, your season is done, and you're lighting that pick on well, fire. Well, your season might not be done, but your, it's done. your it's Mac done. Jones is done. And, and yes, and yes, Mac Jones would be done. You've set that pick on fire. You have to trade him. He cannot be here. And I think that the the only thing that, that, is, that is keeping, I, I guess, some semblance of hope alive is, okay, look. He's a second-year quarterback. He's had some ups and downs. We still have to see what's up because in the end, if Mac Jones isn't it, then you're going to have to start this over anyway, but right. do you want to have to restart this and clock it, right and now? And is it the biggest question this? I think the biggest question between Zappi and Mac is this. As you're in, if I was in that offensive uh, meeting room with the coaches, I would say, okay, who makes our offense go a little bit further, Mac or Zappi? I think, I think it – Mac Jones has the potential to make to it go t- further, to take it further, right? But who, who? Then the next question I would say, who in this offense has would, made it go? Further? No, no, not even that. Who would make less mistakes, Mac or Zappy? 
Well, right now it's it's zappy, right? And the reason the why they've been playing. The well, reason why. Let me tell you the reason why. Because well, Mac, you, you also played the Lions, but again, doesn't no, 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 matter. No, no, but no, but the reason Mac looks awful against the Bills. It's his fault. No, zappy looks the, great against but the see, Lions. You're missing, it's on you're missing the point. One guy is in a robot that is not gonna throw the ball because he's afraid to go to the bench. So he'd take the sack rather than say, you know what, I'm, I have the skill set to throw it. But into that's the, what he should do because if he throws a pick, then then the whole but, world jumps down. His right, throat. but to, the issue you're not getting at. The, no, Mac no here's the, what it is: Mac can't win. No, no, Mac is a Pro Bowler. Mac is a Pro Bowler who had success. Right. So in his mind, he is gonna say, you know what, I I, I can play at this level. So I'm gonna take more chances. So by taking and more, being potentially enabled by the staff, because right, we right. want because key, key we want, because we right. want to be right. more explosive. Right, it's right. Not Mac doing no, it on his own. No, no, it's not. A, but you're missing the point. Mac in his mind is going, I have this skill level. I was a first round pick. I made the pro bowl. I took a team to the playoffs. So Mac has more confidence to make those throws and to say, you know what, I'm gonna maybe try to throw it into a window that's a little bit tighter. And part of it is the coach is going, hey Mac, we got belief in you. Where he then knows leads to those leads to that might lead to a problem. Zappy is so such a deer in headlights. He, he's he's literally just like, well, I'll do what I'll do what you right. tell me to, coach. Right. He you is, know? and that, and so that in itself is one guy. It's like the two guys. One guy has greater upside, but one guy is less of has less upside, but is such a daring headlights. He's not going to do anything crazy to get us in trouble. Granted, he might not take us it, a, a, a far way offensively. But he ain't gonna do anything to put us in a bad position. So, so it's it's the it's the ceiling versus the floor, right? right? Bailey Zappi gives you gives you the floor, and then the question becomes: How much do you try to dial Mac Jones back to? Okay, let's get back to base here, and then see how how you succeed with that base, and then oh, then let's build right. you up because we know that you you have you know, more talent. Okay? If one That's guy has, if you. one guy has more confidence than the other, the guy with more confidence is more likely to 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 show oh I could take this team further, but also put himself in a position where he might make more mistakes. Where the other guy who doesn't have confidence as much, he might just say, yeah. hey, there's nothing there. I'll take the sack. We'll punt. Uh, we got fantasy football messes to get to next. There are a bunch of teams that are on the bye. There are what feels like a million players that are hurt. We'll give you the very latest on that next on WEEI Football Sunday. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. 
Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Now, more of the guys. This is WEEI Football Sunday with Wiggy, Grash, and Keith on WEEI. Coming up at 11.30, and uh, that will be the definitive word. However, there are what feels like a mound of players who have already been uh, ruled out for week nine of the NFL season, and uh, if your fantasy team is compromised, well, join the club, because I think there's a lot of people that are there with you. Saints lose wide receiver Michael Thomas for the year. Mm. We know Jonathan Taylor uh, is not going to play. Still up in the air as to whether Cooper Cup is going to go. Cooper Cup's got an ankle, uh, an ankle injury. They're going to try to get him back in there. Uh, for some reason, guys, the Titans are being very clandestine as to what they're doing at quarterback. I guess I, I don't know if it really matters at the end of the day because it's really all <laughs> no. about their run game, but uh, they are uh, they're being quiet on – uh, what's going down there? Panthers have already ruled out uh, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, as we mentioned, Taylor is out. Uh, according to Sean McVay, Cooper Cup is going to play, but you just don't know how many snaps you're going to get uh, for the Chargers. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are out. Their tight end, Donald Parham, who mm. really wasn't a factor in fantasy anyway. Um, but I think, guys, that that's another part of this. And, Kyrie, I know that we normally talk about this with Keith and, and Wiggs every week, but your injury list is pretty important nowadays in the NFL where it's we got a couple of good teams and we got a couple of really bad teams and the middle is very healthy. The injury report, in a lot of ways, hell, Patriots are trying to go without two starting offensive linemen today. So it kind of bites everybody in different ways. Yeah, and you know what? I, I thought about this actually leading up to the Monday night game, right, where in, in theory it should you know definitely have been, you know, the Patriots should win this game. But when Christian Barmore was out of that game, Forgot about Barmore. That, that told I started telling people, I'm a little worried about this mm-hmm. because you kind of need him uh, up in the middle because after that everybody's kind of ordinary. Barmore's your one dude up in front that you think you got a double team like all the time, at least on the defensive interior. And so, like that—that's another thing I'll be—I'll be looking at today. I mean, I don't think that I'm again not overly worried about the Colts, right? But can this guy play? And then again, see, 
when, when it comes to the Marcus Cannon thing, I'm like, okay, he wasn't better than Isaiah Wynn anyway, so right. you put Isaiah Wynn back in there, I don't really care. But missing David Andrews just feels like like it just stings it so does. much more. Not, I mean, not just because of, okay, James Ferentz isn't that good, but then what, what Andrews does for Cole Strange. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing, you obviously you lose a guy like David Andrews. For me, it's more about getting the protection right, right? You, mm-hmm. you know, that that's the biggest thing. Be, because if you're if you're dealing with it, you got to know, okay, who am I dealing with across from me? As Cole Strange is looking at who's the three technique, who's the guy over me. All right, if it's not Quinn and Williams. It might be DeVorest Buckner. Yeah, it might be DeVorest Buckner. Mm-hmm. And then you have to figure out, okay, all right, he's going to give me more problems than what? pass rush situations and that's where I need to be a little bit more solid right depending on the offense you're running and you double team and my thing the bigger question that I look at I don't even like the injuries a part of it but everybody deals with injuries you don't think the Colts are going well our best player Jonathan Taylor is not playing so to me it's not the injuries when I look at the Patriots and how they match up against teams and I think Shine brought this up and he made a really good point the Patriots struggle when the quarterback on the other side of the field is a good enough athlete to make plays with his legs i wrote about that so in the last two years by my count every quarterback not named allen jackson or fields yep the patriots are 12 and 8 against yep. and they only allow like 16 points a game mm-hmm. when those quarterbacks are named jackson allen and fields they give up like 28 points a game and they're one in three and when i look at their schedule moving forward the only games that concern me on their schedule like i think they should beat the colts right and but i also think that the colts can beat them depending on how the offense looks yeah i mean they're both they're they're two middling to bad teams right one of welcome to 22 teams in the nfl right but but the only the only concern i go okay here's where i have concerns with teams that you're going to play is arizona isn't it buffalo and arizona Uh that is it those are the only two teams i go okay but defensively my expectations on what you should be able to do defensively to Everybody not named Buffalo and against Arizona is do what you've done against Green Bay, do what you've done against the Jets, do what you've done against Miami. You should be able to put your – Give your offense the opportunity to win football games. Uh, so uh, Kyrie is off now. So hour one of job one done. Oh, where so you got to go now? He's gotta I got to go up to the press box. He's got to go do his real job. And what's, what's going on up there? Yeah, so I got to get ready for inactives. I report on the game. So, yeah, this is this was a nice little detour on my, uh, okay. on my way up there because, yeah, that's the main Can't thing. Can't multitask, I'm, man. Hey, that's what I'm doing right now. What you think? That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm doing right now. And then, and then, and then I got to do uh, first in Foxborough. Download, right. subscribe, listen All on right. the free Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast. So All I got to, right. I got to do that after the game okay. as well. I'm gonna be a little bit on the Six Rings. Uh, post game show, yep. yeah. So uh, I'm gonna be doing like four or five different things. So I got your multitasking okay. yeah, down. Yeah, like right a, here. He, he slid, like a he, like a true Caribbean Caribbean cat. <laughs> oh, many God. jobs, oh. Miles. <laughs> many jobs. Love it. What yeah. are we going back to in living color now? Oh, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Come many on. jobs. <laughs> that's what I like. If you can do a lot of that's jobs, it, you know hey, what? hey, that, hey, that's what that's what pays around here. Do do all the jobs. Belichick used to tell me the more you could do, the more you could do. Wiggy, Wiggy just. 
just gave you an open now. It's going to yeah. be the Haymon open, yeah. and then we'll go from there. Belichick from would say, hey, that's it. Give me my own open. I'm in. <laughs> Bill used to say, the more you could do. My, and so, you know, my dad left me when I was probably six months old, and he left and he never turned back. But the one thing he did give me, was he was from the uh, Caribbean, so I got some of that Caribbean blood in me where I can work as many jobs as I need to. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, so I oh, got so a little you, bit you of you know, that you're too. from the yeah, island. yeah, yeah. Love it. Uh, good stuff, man. Thanks for uh, hopping in. We appreciate it. Call us when you get upstairs. Then you'll really be double dipping. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Why, why? Yeah, I'll, I'll call call in while I'm doing inactive. Yes. Your, yes. your, your tweet is what we wait for for the inactive. So yeah. there we go. <laughs> there we go. So you, you nail that. Uh, Tom E. Kern of NBC Sports Boston will kick off Hour 2 of WEI Football Sunday next. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.